Xbox on. Game on, baby. Woo! Hello and welcome to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast, the official podcast of the Xbox One subreddit. I'm your host, the podfather, Ross Miller, and I'm joined by our MV Cheese, it's Reese. Hola. And the queen of awkward silences and glitches, it's Karina. Bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> Bonjour. She went for the romantic. I was like, since you went Spanish, I'll go French. Makes sense, I suppose, in a way. <laughs> close to, I mean, they share a border. They do. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> I, I think we just lost all of our French and our Spanish viewers simultaneously by comparing wow. them. Wow. <laughs> like all 16 of them. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, well, look, we usually get this podcast started with what we have been playing. So, Karina, I'm going to start with you. Played a little bit of Fortnite, just doing the uh, weekly challenges because I got the battle pass and I really want the uh, Wonder Woman or Vala or whatever it's called uh, outfit. But I finally finished just the MDK uh, too. I, I, I got to cut in. I got to cut well, in. Sorry. Can you explain uh, what you have to do to get that? Because you've mentioned it a few times, but it seems like some like vast often the distance goal you never talk about it like it's real what do you have to do to get it uh have no social life and play a lot of Fortnite. Ah. <laughs> basically, <laughs> basically i think uh the more you play the more you uh level up or tear up essentially from the experience and i think it's a lot of tier i don't know i get confused between levels and tiers but whatever it is it's tier 71 so it's quite out of 100 so you gotta, or unless you can actually afford to, uh, to pay your way through it, uh, which I can't. Uh, you just have to basically grind the game until eventually you play enough to earn enough experience to then get to level seventy-one and unlock the outfit. Uh, I think the hundred one is Nova. I want to say Nova. I think I've said that wrong, but it's basically Black Panther. Um, that's the level like, hundred. I thought John Wick was like the highest. Yeah, but that was in a different season. So, uh, so like, that's why everyone goes, oh, the John Wicks are the good people. You avoid the John Wicks because they're the people that either bought the way to level 100 or uh, just basically grinded the game to get to level 100. Uh, so, yeah, so I suppose I just want to get up to level 71 because um, that's the only outfit I need. I don't care about any of the others. I just want that one, the Wonder Woman. But that's going to take a long time. I think I'm on 35 at the moment, but I haven't really grinded. I've not played it too much this week so there's another i think i've got another 40 days so it's doable it's doable hopefully we'll see see how much uh how much endless time i spend into Fortnite. but uh they've also brought out a new i think it finished today actually a new option called uh i want to say supreme that sounds wrong uh where i think it's a competition i don't actually know what's going on I think it's some internal solo competition between like everyone in the world. And I've also heard they've upped some prize money. Epic Games have just released something where they're upping some prize money to £100,000. I mean, if they want to give me um, 100... 100,000 v- V-Bucks, I think. Oh, is it V-Bucks? I, I don't, I'm no, not sure. Well, I'll tell you, I know the format of this. Um, you basically get 50 games to get your best score. So it's your cumulative best score over those 50 games. And then there's a world leaderboard and they're giving out prizes at the end of it. 
So maybe it is a hundred thousand pounds. I've not, I've not seen that myself, but or dollars or whatever. I think they've only just but, upped it. It wasn't originally. I don't know what the, the original prize yeah. money was. Yeah, but you know, it's certainly getting people like good players wanting to get involved. Um, I did jump in around of it, and the skill level in that mode is pretty, pretty good. Uh, you don't survive long, to say the least. I've got to say, but, it's turning it into esports, isn't it? Really, <laughs> which uh, is interesting. Yeah. Where's the PUBG yeah. well, esports? That exists. Yeah, I've watched a few actually, but I really, I, I really want it to. Well, I've, I know it. It's on PC, but I've not known it to be a, an Xbox esports just yet. Yeah, that'd be interesting to see. I'd love to see a, a sort of big community events, communities against each other for best players or something along those lines. But you need private matches for that, so that will have to come first. What I want to know about from you, Karina, though, is last week you touched upon. Um, State of Decay 2, <laughs> and I believe you've now finished the game, so I want to know your thoughts and opinions on State of Decay 2. Okay, I, 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 I take back a little bit of what I said last week. Um, I went off on a bit of a rant <laughs> last week, just to put that as softly, I suppose, uh, lightly even. Uh, no, I, I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, the I finished it, I must have played it, how many days? Now, bear in mind, I played a lot. I played endless hours. I have not streamed so much before, and um, I I don't know how many hours I put into the game, but I spent about three full days playing it. Um, after restarting after the glitch incident, now I didn't have many gl- <laughs> the glitch incident, <laughs> the one the one that we don't speak about. Uh, oh yeah, I also found out, which I found out once I finished the game, there's a pause option. Okay. Ooh. Oh. So so to anyone out there. If you do, if you want to pause it, which by the way I'll get into how that could have saved someone's life. Uh, they, um, you go into options and you turn the multiplayer off because obviously it's always online. So technically you can always you can always host, you can always invite. But if you're not that bothered about inviting anyone and you're not doing co-op, you can pause it in the options menu. Um, shout out to the ambassadors for that uh, sending that one out. And then I got really angry with myself because I realised I could have saved someone's life. Uh, I um I was in my base and I was waiting for it to be daytime and I was like oh let's let's go get a brew or um a cup of tea because apparently a brew means alcohol in some other places uh so just cup of tea because that's what Britain does apparently uh and <laughs> went to get a tea a, a brew came back and uh there was a massive zombie outbreak at my base uh zombies everywhere people were just screaming I'm just like sat here wondering what the hell's going on with my drink of tea and then uh someone died although that wasn't that was their own fault i threw a molotov and they ran into the fire because they're stupid because who was it oh yeah it's ron well i don't care ron can die because he didn't have many skills he was stupid and rubbish anyway i'm glad he died i needed the space <laughs> i had too many i didn't have enough beds so he needed to die anyway rip ron <laughs> rip ron uh, at least it's not lisa's whoa, 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 whoa. Well, sack ever coming to stay at your house <laughs> if you don't have enough beds you kill them with fire. Well, yeah. no, with fire. He, he ran into that fire, so that wasn't my fault. He just ran into it. Or I probably, probably to get away from you. I probably saw it. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, if you, I mean, you go to, you get, you invite him to your house. You don't feed him. You don't give him a place to sleep. I mean, when, when, when the, when the fire of a freshly lit Molotov is looking pretty good, uh, you have to sort of start questioning the host. Exactly. Yeah, wait, wait. Sorry, I'm sorry. This episode goes out dedicated to Ron. What did Ron ever do to you? Honestly. <laughs> I feel for Ron, his poor family, his poor zombie turned into family. We shouldn't know. Well, they're, they're wandering the streets now, wondering, I wonder what ever happened to Ron? Well, they're probably going brains, but, you know, <laughs> it's just not nice. It's just not nice, Karina. 
I used to think higher of you. I know. This is this is what games do to me. This is this is what happens <laughs> in State of Decay. But uh, no, I did finish the game. Um, the ending was a bit boring. Um, I, I don't want to spoil it, but it was meh. Uh, I really enjoyed it actually, but I, I I managed to do quite well. Like I, I thought I didn't do that well, but then I've watched other streamers or I've seen people post about the results and how many people have died, or I've seen people that have like run out of resources, and I managed to do well. And I don't know. I think it's because I'm quite not saying I'm good at micromanagement games, but I I play. I really enjoy them. I play a lot of them. So I, I don't know. Maybe I just knew the the ways of doing it. Um. But uh, but no yeah it's really really good game. Uh, there is still the odd glitch. I mean I had a, a zombie run straight towards me and then disappear. I mean I'm not complaining. Saves me killing a zombie. But uh, <laughs> anyway, if it wants to disappear in thinner, then go ahead. Uh, I've seen quite a few good videos of vehicles doing flips midair and just landing perfectly. But uh, yeah no I definitely if anyone's looking to get the game I mean it comes out on Games Pass. So if you do want to try it, definitely try it out on Games Pass. Uh, By first, the time but... this podcast out, it's, it's out on Games Pass already. Yes. Oh, yeah, it will. Yep. So definitely definitely try it out if you haven't already. Uh, just pick your people carefully. Don't pick people like Ron uh, or Lisa <laughs> from last week's Don't episode. Don't you speak out of the That's disrespectful. <laughs> Rip Ron. We're Rip gonna have Ron. To, have it, we're going to have to go back into your VODs and like get a nice screenshot. Oh, I do, I do feel sorry for make... Porterfield, though. I had this other one, and no joke, she had to deal with a juggernaut and a feral, which is a Spider-Man monkey zombie, and because uh, that's what I named it. Uh, and uh, yeah, she had to deal with two of them, which wasn't nice. Basically, jug- a juggernaut is one that you can't run over, and they're just big, fat, and heavy, and they just rip you to shreds. Uh, she died in half, which wasn't the best way to go, but there we go. And then the feral ones are these like little Spider-Man type zombies that just scratch you to death. So uh, yeah, she she didn't die a very nice way. See, when you said Spider-Man zombies, I'd like thoughts of them like swinging from the rooftops and, <laughs> you know, Is using web really to like... Your, your, your <laughs> yeah, just jumping off buildings. Like, Whoa, <laughs> this is not what I expected from a zombie <laughs> game at all, you know? It would be pretty sweet though, battling mm. like zombies. Flying zombies. Yeah, zombies that like swing from rooftop to rooftop, Spider-Man style, yeah. that would be sweet. I don't feel too good. But um, oh. anyway... <laughs> Reese, what have you been playing this week? Um, actually, I uh, I've been playing a bit of not Xbox. Uh, I played the new Kirby game and some Mario Kart, and I had a ton of fun with that. I'm not going to dwell on that because I can hear you going. Ugh. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> well, you know, Kirby is the manliest game there is, so you really should. It, it puts it puts the beards on the boys. Um, but I did play a bit of Xbox as well. I played some City of Brass again. Um, but with Mixer interaction turned on, and that was actually really fun. Um, for those who don't know, I explained about it last week, but it's a sort of first-person uh, melee combat um, roguelike, I guess. And uh, with Mixer interaction turned on, people can do all kinds of funny stuff. They can uh, like make sounds that uh, like fake you out and, and scare you. They can spawn um, even like avatars to assist you. They can spawn in powerful enemies to mess with you. It's it's quite good. Um, and I played a bit more of Descenders. I got pretty far in the game. I actually made it to almost to the last world. I got almost. I got to the jump. Like the the game is structured in a way that when you play through the level, when you get to the end, 
uh, there's this boss fight, the boss jump. And yeah, I got to the boss jump on the second last level. Ross, how far have you gotten? I know you've been playing it. I got to, I, I got through the, the whole thing. Oh, you got through the whole thing? I've got through the whole thing, yeah. Um, ridiculously with a few lives remaining as well. Because huh. uh, when you do the challenges, you gain lives. Yeah, exactly. And the one thing I will say, uh, the challenges mean a lot because if it's an easy to do one and you get a run of of challenges which you can actually complete, you can build up your lives yeah, on earlier yeah. levels, which really, really helps. Um, the helicopter jump's awesome, isn't it? Helicopter jump? I haven't... We jump over the helicopter? Okay. okay. I haven't um, right. that far. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hope so when we have to jump the Grand Canyon. Right, sure, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it wasn't yeah. until I ploughed into the other wall, like the, the actual wall. <laughs> I was only playing in uh, in first person. Actually, I, I made a little gif about how I was saying that the, the game is like a survival horror game. And uh, that got that got quite a bit of traction, actually. I think the guys from the the, like the development team retry- retweeted it, and they were they were enjoying my my survival horror take on their game. But uh, but yeah, it's good. Highly recommended. Uh, even if you don't like sports games, it's it's cool. And of course, I have been playing. Mo- I've been spending most of my time playing uh, this week's indie game of the week, which is Divinity Original Sin Two. And we can talk about that in depth later. Yeah. So for me, I I've also played Descenders. Uh... Real fun downhill mountain biking game. There's not a lot else to say. Bit of a skill curve, you know, <laughs> a learning curve on it. Um, when you something just clicked with me, which allows me to just know where my rotation is. It's just through experience that I can do a lot more flips and tricks and things like that that I just didn't really try before. But it's a lot, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, I'm having. A, Real, real good time. And I think I'm going to go back and play that again as soon as I can put Divinity down. Uh, I also went back and played some Battlefront 2. Battlefront um, 2? The, the, the Star Wars game? The Star Wars game, yeah. I that, didn't even that, know that you That game's that. changed a lot. Uh, E-Access, still in my tenor trial. Um, <laughs> um, I was playing online with Canada Guy and I was having a lot of fun. I'm terrible at the game, but like anything that dice do... The maps are good, the characters are amazing, the sound is good, and I was actually having a lot of fun to the point where I'm never going to buy it now, but when it becomes on E-Access, I can see me playing it a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, Did you get to throw the thermal imploder? Yes. That is... Uh, for Many those, times. For those who don't know, it's a grenade in the game. We do the, the Game of the Year awards on the Xbox One subreddit, and EA Dice always wins because of the thermal imploder basically <laughs> it's uh some people call it the dubstep drop grenade i guess <laughs> um it like it makes it makes like a sort of like it sounds a bit like a huge dubstep drop uh noise as it like sort of implodes and then it explodes uh with this huge huge basic explosion that i'm sure has wrecked a few home speaker systems it's it sounds amazing google right no, 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 just t- t- turn turn your volume down a little bit because it sounds exactly like this. Other than that, I haven't been playing too much else other than our game in a week, so I think this would be a good point to move on to our game of the week. I agree. So as Reese pointed out earlier, our game of the week, I'm not saying indie after Mike saying, I'm going to say our ID game of the week, he what? did not like the to, word indie last week. To be honest, week. it's not an indie game, it's published by Namkai Bando. 
Bender? Nam- so Namco we- Bandai. It's under ID, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, because it's a game preview. Ah, interesting, interesting. So it falls just yeah. within our category. But it's Divinity Original Sin 2, eh, an RPG, which I'm going to put it out. I tweeted about this earlier. It is amazing. I, I mean, amazing. I don't think amazing is a good enough word. This is probably the pinnacle of the CRPG genre. Um, it is one of the best games ever made, period. Like, yeah, it is just, I mean, it's the highest rated PC game on Metacritic. And for good reason. Like, I love CRPGs, so I'm a little biased. But every second of this game, I have just been like, yep, I can see why everyone likes this. Like, it is so, so engaging. Uh, it's beautiful. The music is spectacular. Unlike most CRPGs, every line of dialogue is fully voiced. Even the Even the stuff that describes the environment has, like, this sort of cheeky... British narrator that sort of reminds me of like I'm I'm watching Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, the game has this sort of it's very grim, dark, and very dark, but it has like a a real tongue in cheek sort of sense of humor uh, that sort of juxtaposes it. Oh, uh, uh, by the way, guys, guys, Ro- Ross. Uh, now I know you've played it, Karina. You didn't get time to play this yet, did you? No, not time yet. Okay, so this is good because you haven't played it yet, which means when you start, you can do this, Ross. Please tell me you took Pet Pal as your perk. Why would I not take Pet Pal as a perk? Oh, Come on. thank God. It's, get so for those who don't know, Pet Pal allows you to talk to animals. That might sound stupid, but it completely changes the game because suddenly the, all, the, all the animals become named and fully voice acted NPCs. I, I got BTFO by... Uh, a crab called Scepter the Ineffable, who was on the on the beach just talking smack about how pathetic and disgusting of a weak human I am, and she <laughs> she she allowed me to leave with my life, thankfully. So praise be to merciful Scepter. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, the the game is it's just it's really funny as well. It's it's crazy. Ross, what do you think of it? Look, I I didn't know too much about this game before it came out. I'd heard of it, but to be honest, I'd never even watched a video about this game. But for years in RPGs, I've always sort of created a very, very similar character that I like to play through in these many, many adventures. And for a start, the character creation in this is fantastic. You can balance a character Dungeons & Dragons style to the way that you want them to play for the rest of the game and then keep on adding with perks like Pet Pal that you can talk to the animals and lots of other things. And immediately I got excited as soon as that loaded up. That was the first thing that I really thought. But when this game drops you in, it's so narrative driven, it's beautiful, the sound is amazing. I literally, like last night, straight away just lost two hours. Like two hours just disappeared Disappeared, from nowhere. But you, when you were talking about the character creation, I want to sort of jump in before we move on, and that it's actually really original because it gives you, I think, a choice between six different characters who have their own uh, backstory, which you can listen to, um, their own personality, their own motivations, their own skills, that like they, and they have their own subplot within the game, and yeah. like with 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 their own missions, and and also they have their own lines of dialogue. 
So you can, when you get a choice, you can actually answer as that character, and that's like a unique answer to that character. But it's like, or you can create your own. But the game is yeah. not limited to that because when you pick one of the set characters, then you can customize them as well. So if you if you really like uh, one of the guys and he's a warrior, but you want to play a wizard, you can turn him into a wizard, and you can do the same with your companions. When you pick, when you meet a companion in the world, they they actually ask what kind of character you want to join. So it's like they're like, I'm a rogue, but I can do this, this, and this, and that, and you can choose which class they are. It's great. See. Just to say, the combat in the game is where I think as well this game is really strong. I'm not always a fan of turn-based combat, but this does it in a way that makes it interesting and it also is extremely tactical. You really have to think the choices that you make when the, the classes at which you have with you as your companions really make a difference in combat. You need to have a healer when you're there. You, you know, a mage or someone at distance to take enemies down. You're up close person, your warrior. You really do have to think about all these things. But, you know, it just works. Everything in this game works from the, the story to the combat. Everything just is fully immersive and I cannot wait to jump back in. There's cannot wait to jump back in. Me either, but there's just a caveat, and that's the game is not yet complete. Even though it's like a full-priced $60 game, it's in-game preview, and you can only play the first chapter. Once you hit the end of the first chapter, the game's like, thank you, come back in August. So, yeah. yeah. I didn't know this until Reese dropped this on me earlier today. <laughs> but, like, there's still, um, like, 10 hours of gameplay here, more. Yeah, yeah. The first chapter's not exactly short, but I think that might not be a bad thing for this because it is going to be so long. Maybe after doing that 10 hours, when the new when the new section comes out, essentially, I think I could build back up my excitement for it. Whereas if this was another Witcher 3, it might pull it, you know, it might be too much, too overbearing. Um, especially some of the games that are coming out this year. So I'm not I'm not as disappointed as I first thought. But, you know, Larian Studios. Get it out as quick as you can. <laughs> They're Scottish, by the way. I did not know that. I liked them even more. Yes. Oh, oh and uh, just one thing: they, the game, because it's in preview program, they have like a, they, they want your feedback, and they actually have a pretty cheeky uh, way, an ingenious way of having like feedback, and that's every now and again, this NPC will make you stop what you're doing, and he'll really is really annoying. He has a really annoying voice and a really annoying accent, and he runs up to you, and he's like, Hello, how are you enjoying the game? And he <laughs> he asks you uh, like, for feedback on everything, and you can you can get like annoyed with him, and, and you can actually draw your weapons and murder the guy if you want to. <laughs> Ross, did you kill him? I didn't murder him, though. I, I thought they would want my feedback more, so I did keep him alive. I tried to, but after a while, <laughs> my patience was running thin. <laughs> I suppose that's a way to stop giving feedback, just to kill the person that's yeah, asking for it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, do you want to give feedback right now? No, I don't. And here's how much I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, great game. Well, Reese, if people wanted to get a hold of this game, how can they? Well, they can, of course, buy it from all reputable online retailers, or they could tune into our Twitter account on Freecode Friday and be in the chance to win one of two copies. That's 120 
$5 worth of giveaway, folks. So jump right in. This game is full priced. So make sure you be there to win it. Yep. And this is a good point to move on to what is happening in the subreddit this week. You're listening to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast. This week in the subreddit. First story comes from user Kaba008, who lets us know that the Xbox Adaptive Controller is coming later in the year. Folks, for those who do not know what this is, this is a controller basically for those who are not fully able, would you say, to use a controller or for those that want to have an easier to use? Um, I would say both more or less, but this is actually something like when a couple of weeks ago when I went, when I spoke about it on the podcast and a month ago when I went to LA, we went to the uh, the, inc- the Microsoft Inclusive Lab where they developed this. Uh, we didn't actually see this this prototype. I wasn't holding out on you. It was a secret. It's it's where they have this whole laboratory where they basically take people who can't use a normal controller, you know, whether they have some sort of disability or or disease or impairment or whatever, um, and they basically figure out ways to help them play games. And this is the end result. Uh, it's really cool. I have uh, nothing but good things to say about this it's amazing right yeah like it must be so frustrating now i've got a friend i've mentioned before scott who um is, is he calls himself mini hand that is that is literally it <laughs> and although he can play yeah although he can play games to a really really good standard he's very good at games he's always looked for something to help him and to see something like this and microsoft going into fully like uncharted territory with something like this I think it's fantastic. I think everyone should have the opportunity to game and any device which helps them able to do that is always going to be a positive in my eyes. Plus, if you go to the subreddit and you look at the video, man, that pulls at your heartstrings. People were like, man, it's awful <laughs> dusty in here for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I had to drop this in and say the story just to say, you know, well done, Microsoft. Long may this continue. I hope it, you know, you, you get the, the relevant money to keep on developing stuff like this because it's utterly, utterly fantastic. Well, having seen the lab, I can tell you that they are very committed. It is a really cool place. I think it's a very interesting idea. I think it's Absolutely. brilliant that they've, you know, they brought out something like this. It's, it's pretty brave because, like, a lot of companies are really protective of third-party style controllers for, for fear of making things, you know, unfair or for hacks. Yeah, and I can see that, but there's always a sort of man-in-the-middle option for using other devices, you know, not that they'll ever admit that or, or talk about it, but, you know, people can basically use any devices they want with the, the correct thing in the middle to help it communicate. But, you know, it's good that they're doing this in-house, they're making it look good, they're making it work immediately out of the box. That is what people want. There's a charity, I know the UK charities called Special Effects, and, and they do things like this for um, disabled people, like uh, i seen um, someone who used their chin uh, on a controller, they made a device for that. So to actually have a first party acknowledging it and doing things can only be good for, for charities like that. But moving on, the next story comes from Red Shirt King and talking about charities, and Karina, this one might be up your street, the sales of the Pink Mercy Overwatch skin have raised nearly 10 million for breast cancer research 
I think this is a brilliant idea. So good uh, from Blizzard. Uh, no, I, I haven't got one yet. I really do want the Pink Mercy. Uh, it's actually such a nice outfit as well. Such a nice skin. Um, but I think it's nice because I've heard a lot of good stories have come for it. Like, um, I read one where this person was playing as the Pink Mercy and I think um, a character, probably Genji or something from either the opposite team or their same team, literally just turned around and was like thanking the person and then explained that like their parent, their mum or something had breast cancer and like stuff like this helps and you know, he can't thank all the Pink Mercies enough and, and you know, it's stuff like that where it's like it's affecting people but in a positive manner and it's nice to see that they've they've raised so much money from breast cancer. And it's nice, not only that, but, you know, in return, we all get the, like such a nice outfit as well. Uh, I think it's a brilliant idea. Very cleverly done. Yeah, um, I, I hope this actually starts a trend where big yeah. games like that like start doing uh, charity skins or other cool stuff like that for and, and, and like, sharing the revenue so that we get, you know, these badass skins for, for cheap or whatever and, and the money goes to charity. I think it's a really a lot of potential there. That's why I dropped this story in, because on the opposite end of the spectrum, you had Thanos, which wasn't for charity last week in, in Fortnite. Yeah, like as like an interactive then, commercial, right? <laughs> yeah, basically. So you know, these could go both ways. Like, you know, these tie-ins and these cosmetic items that do not affect the core gameplay it could be a real way to generate money for charities. And I, I think it could only be a fantastic thing. You know, Rocket League could do it for cosmetics, Battlefront, COD, they could all bring in cosmetic items where, where people are just want them. Like, I don't play too much Overwatch. I do enjoy it. I'm buying the skin. No no doubt about it, I'm buying the skin. But Reese, do you want to take us to our next story? Absolutely. So we've had a whole boatload of leaks about No Man's Sky. Uh, it began with a drop of the new box art uh, which was posted by uh, SRQs82 SRQs he's always posting stuff but I have no idea how to pronounce his name dude if you're listening by some for some reason let me know how you pronounce your name anyway uh, he posted the first one uh, and it hinted at the possible long awaited multiplayer update and then later on they actually confirmed it that yes it will be dropping on Xbox One with multiplayer the game already has a kind of multiplayer where you can see like an orb of some other person but this is going to have like you can race other people and share uh tracks you can uh visit each other's um you know villages that you build up you can go trading together you can play the whole game is going to be co-op uh no one is fully sure of the scope yet and no one is really sure if they uh uh, trust exactly what <coughs> Mr. Murray is saying, but <laughs> it's uh, it sounds exciting. Um, I was, you know, so when I was at in Seattle uh, and the news of No Man's Sky coming to Xbox One first came out, I was uh, sitting in in my uh, hotel room and I was rooming with Greenskull, and I, I said to Greenskull, "Hey man, check this out! No Man's Sky is coming to Xbox," and he just he just flipped out like he was so excited because he apparently he loved No Man's Sky. Apparently he was like some sort of closet No Man's Sky lover who secretly played it on PC, and, <laughs> and and he's just been over the moon now with this this multiplayer update, and and so it's. It's got a lot of people really excited, and I'm definitely one of them. I'm going to say something here. I think Xbox is getting No Man's Sky. I think every other platform had preview. 
<laughs> I, I mean, so. yeah, that's 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 basically it, isn't it? Like, <laughs> they, uh, I'm pretty sure a, a lot of people. I think I've seen some cheeky tweets actually. People saying thanks to all the PS4 players for thoroughly beta testing No Man's Sky for everyone else. I I got No Man's Sky on release. Yeah, I remember. I, I remember. I bought into the hype. I did enjoy my time there, but I, I put it down fairly quickly. I'm really excited to play this. I'm looking forward to exploring worlds with my friends, gathering resources, flying between the planets. It's going to be a lot of fun. And in a way, I'm glad that this is only coming now. I'm 100% glad that this is only coming to the Xbox now. I'm looking forward to getting my hands on it and roll on July. Yeah, it's gonna be gonna be good fun. We should uh, we should have a bit of a a party chat uh, contest, race to the center of the galaxy type thing. <laughs> First one to get their wins. Karina, does No Man's Sky excite you? I was about no. to ask. I no. <laughs> just, just straight up. No, no. <laughs> no. Uh, says well, no. I want to say the thing is, I love space. I love the whole. I just love space. When I, I grew up, I wanted to be an astronaut. Like I've always had an interest in space and telescopes and looking into the sky. And I'd love to be an astronaut, but I was just too scared to get in a rocket to even grow up to be one. But um, what, you, there was an option. No, for you to get into a rocket at one point, or I wish that'd be nice. I don't know. <laughs> maybe one of them toy rockets. I don't know. But uh, no, I just, I just. I've never really. I wasn't hyped about it when it was coming out. To be fair, actually, I didn't really know much of it, and then and then I saw it all, and then it all I had all the negativity and stuff like that, and it kind of went a bit flat. And so I just haven't gone to look into it. I am interested. I do like the idea of going from planet to planet and exploring, and you know, uh, maybe never meet see the other players, but then at the same time you might bump into you know someone you know. But I think I think before I delve into it, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch some gameplays. I'm a bit unsure about it. Well, the thing I don't is, know. all the gameplay you can see is going to be out of date because this is like going to be a complete overhaul of the game. They're even changing the single player campaign. That's I mean. I have to see when it comes out. I don't I don't think I'll be a day one buyer. Oh, but, but you have to. I might. But I might consider it. Well, if we're but, all racing to the center, I'll have to. Yeah, it does. About to say because I know for a fact I'm going to be able to get you to play just by saying that there's a competition and there's a chance. Oh well, yeah, I'm about to say. <laughs> see, where's the achievement list, guys? I've been yeah, getting yeah, yeah. achievements <laughs> this month. We can do that. And uh, actually, I think if we do this, we definitely have to involve all of our listeners as well. What do you guys think? Oh yeah, like, I, think I, so. I think I think so. Absolutely, we might have more than a few game codes, especially by July, uh, lying around. Yeah. So keep keep that in the back of your mind, folks. But I'm pretty sure there's going to be a race to the galaxy center. <laughs> well, well, you know, I know some people are saying this is too late, but I feel this would be a perfect Games Pass edition. Imagine the turn around for Hello Games if this launched as a great game on Xbox One that is available to all Games Pass users. Or How games good would that be? Either or one, games I'd take gold, it. Yeah. I think it'd be brilliant make as Games huge. Pass. I think it'd make a really yeah. good Games Pass game. Mm-hmm. And the sales would be good. You know, everyone, you know, everyone had it would own it. There'd be lots of people playing it. And if the game plays good enough, you know, this game could actually reach the sky. To put it simply, <laughs> it might blast off um, into space. Yes, it may. It may, unlike Karina. But the 
you know, it, it's really got me intrigued. It's really got me intrigued. A July release date is also very, very smart for me. It's pre, it's avoiding everything. The summer releases sometimes do quite well in that release slot. Um, so I, I'm actually quite interested to see how this game does, how they market it, and how it is after all this time has passed. But definitely one to keep an eye on, folks. Definitely one to keep an eye on. Karina, what is the next story? So for our next story, turns out that Metro, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Exodus, please say that's right. Yes. Yes, that's, right. that's it. I was going to say, like... I don't, I don't know what I was going to say, but it wasn't going to be Exodus. Uh, so, <laughs> Metro Exodus has been delayed into 2019. <laughs> you might say it's made an Exodus from this year. <laughs> no? No. <laughs> no. Well, I tried. I'm sorry, Ross. Ro- Ron is tumbling in his grave. <laughs> oh, poor Ron. Um, Ross also made an Exodus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm quite disappointed it's getting delayed. I was quite excited for it. I think everyone is. That sucks. Yeah, why is it? Although saying that though, I'd rather. I don't want another glitch. I'm sick of glitches. I'd rather. <laughs> I'd just rather it be delayed until I'm 2019. Sure, I'm pretty sure Ron is over glitches too. <laughs> yeah. But no, wait. This was. Uh, I said it last year. Immediately after E3, this was the highlight of E3 for me last year. I loved the original Metro games, and although I'm disappointed. That it has been delayed into next year. You know, if they need the time, they need the time. Um, just make a good game, make everyone happy, and and you always have my faith in that. Yeah, absolutely. A late game's better than a broken one, right? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, if it's if the release um, is broken, you just wait for it to get patched anyway. So the the one thing I want to say is, do you think it's going to be last light? Or do you think it's going to be more like the original or a hybrid of the two where the bullets are scarce but you march through or a little bit more of an arcade feel? I feel as if they want to make this accessible, they maybe want to not have that difficulty or at least give the option well, like they did I in the remaster. I thought they were going to increase the difficulty. Like, I think they were going to focus on the fact that you don't have much ammo yeah. and that you want to ration it. I mean, Last Light had the Ranger modes, same as the first one. And anyone who tells me Ranger mode is not hard can just go go eat a turd. It's extremely difficult. I played the two games, the first two games, um, on my Xbox One. I never played them in 360. Uh, and I didn't play Ranger mode the first time. Why? I played it the second, t- I played it the second okay. time I played through. I played it yeah. the second time I played through. I had a lot more enjoyment the second time in Ranger mode. But my question is, is for those that are looking for an, this generation, big, massive, triple A metro game that haven't played the originals don't know how much you're going into is that too much of an ask this is different from a normal type of game where every single bullet that you shoot could be the difference between surviving or not i mean because they're used as yeah i was about to say bullets are currency like every time you shoot you're shooting your money it's like yeah it's a completely different kind of game how they balance this could be the difference between it being successful or not you know the critics are probably going to like it because they like the originals and the developer is awesome but as the casual gamer as you call them i suppose the normal gamer the filthy casuals that difficulty (laughs) (laughs) probably not i've got a a major question in my head is 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 they either give the option or they may i think they may dumb it down slightly i'm all for options i love options let there be an easy mode in fact Divinity Original Sin, we talk about it today. You mentioned it's tactical, and it is super, super tactical. You can cast rain, put out a fire, and then cast electricity into the water that you just 
put on the ground and electrify everyone standing in it. Like the game is incredibly tactical and it is really, really hard. And the first thing it does when it boots up is give you like six different difficulty options. And one of them is like casual mode where if you just want to play the game and enjoy the story, then this is the mode for you. And then there's one where it will legit delete your save if you die. So I'm <laughs> I'm okay with options. Options are amazing, right? Everyone should be able to enjoy a game, I think. Like, I hate the Dark Souls approach. I think Dark Souls should have an easy mode. Okay. That's controversial, okay. I know, but I think I think everyone should be able to enjoy a video game. Just just make an easy mode. You, you do get a lot more story modes in games, you know, for that casual gamer, and it does tie into that, and I feel as if Metro, Dark Souls, all the rest of them, they should, they should be including things like that more. Um, and even harder modes for yeah, as hardcore that do enjoy That's them. the thing. Like, don't dumb your game down. Make the game you want, but then add an easy mode. Like, don't don't just make the game dumbed down. Does that make sense? Like, don't don't compromise on the vision. Just make a separate option so that not everyone has to sort of meet somewhere in the middle. Wait, does anyone know anyone that actually lost all the lives in Hellblade? You actually can't. That's a lie. I looked that up. It's a lie. And the developers Uh, are like, yeah, it's a lie because we did it deliberately because the game lies to you all the time. Yeah, I had a friend who did it and um, he did it on purpose. Apparently, he just restarts. So, you know, on your arms, the vines grow up or the darkness or whatever. Um, Apparently, it just resets when you get to the top. Like back to the beginning? Yeah, like you don't, the game doesn't, but like your arm. Because like, obviously the more you die, the blacker your arm gets because of the darkness. Right. But yeah, apparently yeah. it just resets. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a complete lie. You can't, uh, you can't actually, just there's no permadeath. That, that takes Google a little it. bit out of it for me because the, the fear of dying in that game was part of yeah, it but because that's, you didn't know yeah, how many lives you that, had. That's the game. Essentially. That's what they said. They're like, yeah, we wanted to give you that fear. They they weren't yeah. they didn't care about it being real. They just wanted to mess with you. And then they're like, "Well, why did you lie?" And they're like, "Well, because it's a game about mental illness." <laughs> True. Right, developers, developers, if you're listening, give us options on our difficulty so we can all play the game the way that you want to play it. That's all we're asking. It's not much. <laughs> um, last story this week, and it's all to do with backwards compatibility. Um, backwards compatibility was released. Was it almost three years ago? Yeah. No, two, and it'd be two years ago. Well, two and a half. Two and a half years ago. It was E3 it was it it, wasn't it? it so it's two, two years? Yeah, maybe it was two years. Uh, yeah. Um, but within that period, anyway, it has almost 500 backwards compatible games. So I want to ask you guys what game has come through on backwards compatibility that you never had a chance to play in 360 but you've enjoyed on your Xbox One. And I'm going to start with you, Reese. Well, that's easy, actually, because I played it uh, during the Achievement Challenge uh, and that is uh, Double Dragon Neon. Okay, that so was... high five some Yeah, exactly. It was a really fun game. Um, and I, I never ever would have picked it up. Uh, otherwise, it was it was not only was it backwards compatible, but it was part of um, Games Pass. So I just yeah. downloaded it and had a blast. Had a radical time, you might say. <laughs> <laughs> Karina, what about you? Oh, I haven't really picked anything up in terms of because of backwards compat, but I have replayed. Um, I replayed a bit of one of the Fables, and I also replayed Alice Madness. Uh, oh, is it Alice Returns? Sorry, 
Alice's Madness game. Returns. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I really, game. I really enjoyed that game. So uh, yeah, I replayed that, which was since it came back to compact, which was nice to give it a go again. Uh, no, I thoroughly okay. enjoyed that game. Right. For me, surprisingly, it's Injustice. Wait, wait, wait! Stop. God's Among Us. Sorry, I, I know I'm cutting you off, but Karina, you played, uh, you played Viva Pinata. Yeah, but I played that on a replay, even though I've got it on three. I own the yeah, disc Yeah, but it's anyway. still 360 backwards compatible. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. it's because I just played it through Rare Replay, so I didn't realise. I do own the actual 360 disc. They come in a really fancy pinata-shaped tin. Oh. That, uh, for anyone's information. But uh, no, I, I forgot I replayed Viva Pinata because I had a little ladybird called Terrence. Exactly. What were we the book? I named him. Yeah, it was it was Reese <laughs> named it. I think yeah, because yeah, I forgot. I started that when I started streaming, and we were like, "Oh, what should we call it?" And then we were like, "Terence." So it's Terence Ladybird, and then we sent him off on a party. Yeah. And I don't know if he ever returned. He never came back. He left us. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry Terrence. for cutting you off, Ross. I just it just <laughs> hit me like, wait a minute, Terence. <laughs> Terence. I had to went off on our expedition to find Ron. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely in the same place as Ron. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, as I, I was just saying, um, it's actually Injustice. My game sharer bought Injustice 2, and I started playing through that and started to really enjoy the story and the fact that I hadn't been playing many fighting games in quite a lot of years. Um, the story for that is what actually shines for me. I enjoyed the alternative DC universe, um, and I found it quite refreshing. When I finished it, I had to go back and play the original Injustice, and I played that almost in a day, uh, and really, really enjoyed that as well, more because of the cinematics and the, and the story and everything else. But it was a game that I would have never, ever played um, had it not came to backwards compatibility. I probably would walk past it in a shop and never thought about it. But if it hadn't came, then I would never have played it. So I'm quite happy that backwards compatibility exists. Um, have any of you played any of the OG yes. Xbox games? I have. What have you played? Yeah, I have played uh, Psychonauts uh, because I own it, and I have played, obviously, uh, of course, Fusion Frenzy. Uh, I've played it at a few parties I've yeah. hosted, and uh, also when I was at, in Seattle, uh, it was really cool, mm-hmm. actually. they had We threw a party one night, and they had uh, Fusion Frenzy up on this projector screen in, in one of the, the middle of, like, one of the offices, and, like... Uh, Everyone was just playing. Uh, with, there was, you know, me. There was all the MVPs. Green Skull was playing uh, against Sharon Loftus for like half an hour. No one could beat Green Skull, by the way, at the game with the spinning screw. I can't remember what it's called, but uh, <laughs> his his reflexes are just not human. So it was just wasn't worth it. But yeah, it, that's what I've played. And um, for me, I've played Ninja Gaiden. Mm-hmm. It's Gaiden. And Gaiden. It's not Gaiden. Gaiden sorry. I'm Scottish. I can say things any way I want. <laughs> you shut it. Uh, and also Conquers Bad Fur Day. Uh, I do own uh, one of the Star Wars games, and I can't remember what one it was. It's the Knights of the Old Republic. Mm, mm. Uh, but I haven't actually turned that on, but I've never played it. It looks so, so I'm good. I'm looking forward. The, it's yeah, like it looks fantastic. upgrade with graphics. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to getting on that. But we want to know what is your favourite backwards compatible games. Post on the subreddit or let us know at Party Chat Pod on Twitter. But we've got no interview this week. It's a little bit of a shorter episode, but after last week's mammoth one, that's not a bad thing. So for another week, Xbox turn off. You're listening to Xbox One Party Chat Podcast. 
the official podcast of the Xbox One subreddit. Let's do this.